Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? It's going to rain today. <laughs> High of 74. It's going to rain for the next until July 6th. They're predicting rain. Wonderful. So, there you go. Enjoy that. And you did the stretch thing again. You look like you're ready to party. I'm, yes. You look like that you got up and you were like, I'm in a hurry. I have to go. Yes. You walked in today. Christine walked into the studio today. And I wasn't being mean about it. I just, you like, when you see somebody, you're like, oh, hey. Because Christine is, uh, traditionally exceptionally well put together there you go that was a good way to say yeah. it <laughs> and i'm like do you have a do you have a late night last night because she came in she just a look on her face Ugh, like droopy the dog i didn't want to be here yeah i started a new book last night and ended up reading and then i looked at the time and it was what was it like 11 50 Ooh. Yeah, crazy. I was like, uh, that's this is not okay. Time to put the book down. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're laying in bed looking at the ceiling, probably thinking about the book. Yeah, about yep. how I wanted to just like keep reading it. Yeah, but thankfully I fell asleep, I think, within like five to ten minutes once I put the book down. Did you think, woe is me, I hate my life, I should be able to read this book all night long, I'm an adult? No. No, yeah, I never <laughs> thought that either. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I know how Christine's doing. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. Can't complain. You, uh, you're going to be giving us a look at the movies here a little, little bit today. I'm very fascinated about Fast and Furious. I have a story for you about how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is going to be uh, very irritated today. Why? About the review of the new Fast movie. I, I don't oh. know. I don't know about how your review is going to be. I don't be. think any of those movies ever got good reviews. It's kind of just like you like the franchise or you don't. People I, love them, yeah, though. I'm going. That's why them. it's at nine. I'm going. I, I, it's, well, this is the 10th one, even though it's at 9. Oh. Because of Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock. Oh, okay. So it's this is the 10th of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So Fast and Furious, if you get a chance to go to a theater and you're comfortable going to theaters, make sure you do that. It's uh, definitely a, a must-do. So I was hanging out with some people last night. Look at we you. Were, I know, I am social. <laughs> Alicia made me be social. We were supposed to go to... And this is going to sound snotty. Okay. But the thing that we, the version of it that we go to is so far from snotty, polo. Oh, that does sound the really. Horses and whatnot. Yeah. And, and you, more or less you tailgate at this polo thing in a field near, you know, near town. Do you wear normal clothes? Yeah, you just wear whatever you want. Like oh. the first time I went, I was like, because Alicia was like, oh, we're going to get a polo and watch the horses and the horses are cool and blah, blah, blah. And there's going to be drinks. So it'll be fun. I'm like. Oh, really? Will it be fun? I'm going to go to polo. <laughs> I just it's like picture that. something like almost like golf, like very. I met a bunch of people the first time I went last year, uh, or a couple years ago, I think it was. 
because I think Connie, uh, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, Connie actually was dogging me a little bit, wasn't she, Steve? Yes, she was. Yeah, and uh, we went, and I'm going to actually get Dan to go this year. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a bunch of people like all of us. They're just normal oh, people. okay. And we were supposed to go there, but the weather made it so it was canceled. Right. And we all met up instead. And I was talking to this dude uh, that I've known for a, uh, about a year, year and a half now. And he was like, fish, I'm going to ask you a weird question. Do you fish? And that is funny. Because <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I have. Do you but I eat fish? Yeah. Is that cannibalism? Yeah, no, it <laughs> yes, feels it like is. it. It feels like it. I eat some fish. I'm, I'm, I've got a, yeah. a sensitive palate. Yeah. But I, uh, and he's like, because I know this river. It's about, it's in a really small town. It's about an hour. Like, he's like, you get the biggest pike ever. It'll be a lot of fun. And we go some afternoon for, you know, maybe you take a day off. I take a day off. We go up there. We have some fun and go fishing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure. And I realized, fish being my name, I haven't fished in years. So I'm like super excited to do it now. I've done it once and I was like You it's not that's not a you never thing. again. That's not a you No, thing. it's gross. It's no it's not. It's Ooh. awesome. <laughs> no thanks. It is. I'm gonna get some extra I'm not a person who when I get some uh, worms, uh, I'll bring some extra for you the next no, day. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Have you ever eaten a worm before? No, and I never will. At worms always take, there's a certain memory anytime I think of a worm. It takes me back to like second or third grade, and it was a super, super rainy day, but it had stopped raining, and so all oh, the worms yep. were, came out of the underground. Yeah. And it was recess, and we went outside, and there was worms everywhere so i sat against the wall with the, with like the kids who are bad yeah the i remember the wall re <laughs> the entire recess because i there was worms everywhere i'm i love that you remember the wall steve because you guys went to the same school yeah right? yeah because that'd be creepy <laughs> that's really odd have you guys ever heard the phrase good work life balance Yes. Mm -hmm. Is a good thing? Yes. Well, it's wrong. Hmm. So researchers actually, a bunch of researchers from Toronto got together recently and did a study and actually found it's not healthy to have a good work-life balance. Okay, so uh, that's, I had never heard this before. I've always, like, I remember, like, when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, that's, work-life balance is important. Well, apparently... There's a, a limit to the positive impact of balancing your work with plenty of leisure time. So you actually are too relaxed. And if you're too relaxed in your job, you won't be sharp enough. And you'll just kind of phone it in, if you will. Hmm. So uh, if you don't... Uh, so, like, let's say a perfect work-life balance on a five-point scale would be what? A 2.5. Yeah. Work-life. Okay. So apparently, the, on the scale, you should be a 3.5, meaning work more life less that's stupid that is and stupid that, I mean, well that's that's facts i don't well, know i think the italians have it right they yeah. take naps in the middle of the day they always they have i forgot the saying but it's about like appreciating the sweet life yeah that dolce vita or something like that well and, like the british my mom was british and they vacation a lot more yeah like yeah, they have the a french lot more. too my yeah. cousin lived in france for a long time worked there and they got a ton of vacation well apparently according to the canadians they're wrong well, see, this is assuming that work should be the most important thing in your life, I believe, and I am not on board with that. I agree. Well, work should definitely not be the most important thing in your life, but as someone that's actually let his job dictate his life for over 20 years, <laughs> I will say your job should make you happy. Agreed. So I had a conversation with my brother years Agreed ago. With that statement. He, he was working for a uh, 
insurance company and he was way up uh, out of Tampa, Florida. And he called me and he's like, your job is what you do nine to five. Your family's your life. Yeah. And then years later, uh, he called me. He's like, hey, I just quit. I'm going to become a commercial realtor. It's been my dream my whole life. And I want to apologize to you. Uh, your job should also make you happy and your family make you happy because yeah. I'm happier as a human. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you got to find that perfect situation. Well, this one dude found that perfect situation. He actually does data entry. I don't know exactly what he does, uh, but he works from home and he does calculations and reports. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he figured out, he invented a program essentially so he could do his daily eight hour job in two hours a day. And he was working from home, COVID. And he didn't have it, but just COVID, a lot of people working from home. And he, so for the other six hours of the day, he'd fart around on the net and look at memes. Well, he fell in love with a girl that he worked with. She became his girlfriend, his boo. Yeah. And he told her. This is why you never completely trust a relationship till there's a ring on it. And, and this contract is sealed. Signed, sealed, and delivered. They break up. <gasps> what does she do? Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me she rats him out. Yep, right away. She runs to management. She says he is a boosh. He is working two hours a day from home, not eight. But he makes it look like eight because he's performing as well as everyone else. He's, 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 you know, middle but, or above. But why, see, this is what gets me about some businesses. It's like they want you to be there for that eight-hour day, but if I'm putting in the same amount of work in half that time and still performing like everybody else, why does it matter? Because then why, why, why not go above average? Well, see, that's what I, I'm on Christine's side. I don't think people should get ba- paid based on performance and output and there efficiency and not paid based on how many hours you work. Yeah. What did the company do to the guy that could do the eight-hour job in two hours and his girlfriend ratted Promote him Promote him, please. I, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, he wasn't fired. It doesn't say he was the one that posted it online because so <laughs> he farts around. Right? Yeah. Uh, he wasn't fired, he said, but he uh, he was he did get to keep his job. But I guarantee you, he was given more work. I'd give him more work. I, I would have sat him down. I would have I would have been like, look, let's say his name's uh, let's call him Steve. I'd sat him down and I would have said, Steve, you got us. You've been doing your job, your eight hour job in two hours. Way to go. Now do twice as much in four. You're still only working four hours I'd a day. I'd say pay me twice I, as much I would to do look, twice yeah, as much exactly. You're fired. You're fired. Okay, okay bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Like, that is not the way to think. Like, what you should say is, like, that's the problem. You say, say pay me twice as much. I'd say, why wouldn't you just say, I'm going to work my way up then, this corporate ladder, and get more money in the future if I do this correctly, right? And then the manager would go, well, well, if they want me to do more work. You don't need it now. Sometimes you got to earn it. If I needed it now, I wouldn't be in radio. I, and neither I mean, would you, by the way. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it's like he's found a way to do just a, as good work or even better Average. than some of his colleagues. Medium. And if that, if I were the boss, I'd be like, all right, clearly you know how to be productive and save time. Show me what you're doing so we can get everyone else on the same schedule or the sa- on the same with board. With Steve's train of thought that he would say, sure, give me more money and I'll show everyone. Yeah. No, but that's... That's not how it works, Steve. 
Well, it should. Well, is what sure. I'm saying. I think that we, yeah, I, I agree. I think that we should be paid a number of listeners of this show. No, we shouldn't. Actually, no. We need to get six dollars. Yeah. Right? Nope, nope. We're moving on. No one listens to us anyway. Text question of the day get next. Two bucks. Today's text question of the day. Today for the text question of the day, it's a flashback Friday from March 9th of 2020. Simply. How did you get that scar? How did you get that scar? How did you get that scar? So, Christine, mm-hmm. do you even have any scars? I do. I have a belly button scar oh, from piercing. my from my belly button ring uh, when it got ripped out. Uh, I was at the gas station and um, I leaned from the passenger side to grab something. Yeah. And when I leaned. Back, lean to, back. So, like, I leaned forward and from the passenger side, but when I leaned back, lean back. <laughs> um, my belly button ring, because I was wearing one of the the swirly oh, God, ones, it ripped hurt. out of my belly button, and it, my skin was like in two different pieces, and I screamed. Oh yeah, she got the flap was, like a flap lips. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what's What's crazier is that I didn't scream because of the pain. I screamed because of what I saw. Yeah. It was the sight of it. And You're adri- I wonder, did your adrenaline help with the pain, or does it just not hurt there? I can't feel my stomach. Um, it it hurt, but not that bad. It was literally seeing the skin in two pieces. So I have a forever scar there now. You could actually cut me open, and I wouldn't be able to feel it. Why? It ties in with my scar. I'll get Uh-oh. to it in a sec. Steve. <laughs> Today's text question of the day, how did you, uh, please don't cut me open, how did you get that scar, Steve? Uh, so I have no scars on the outside of my body, but oh, I, I got my I teeth or whatever, but that, that's what I did last time. What? I make babies. And Why does that have to do with it? I have no scars and I'm fertile. I'm pretty. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> but I do have a uh, weird thumb that healed incorrectly. When I did knock my teeth out, I also broke my thumb. Mm-hmm. And when I got, when I went into the hospital or whatever, they gave me a little brace for the thumb. They said, like, you have to wear the brace and then Aww. come check up after a little while. But I had, like, so many dentist things going on over the next several weeks, I just never went back for my checkup, so I just kept wearing the brace. Uh Uh-oh. And then when I finally did, they told me I shouldn't have been wearing it, and then now it's healed wrong, and I can't extend it straight fully straight anymore. Let me see. Let me see. Well, I mean, like, the, the other one has much more flexibility. I see. This I is can as tell much the difference. As, oh, it's funny because like, I can't, yeah. Yeah. one yeah. pushes back and then the other one doesn't push back, so it's like the, Steve's thumbs are on the same angle if you're looking at him directly and his hands are in front of you. Yeah, That's my joints weird. click on it too occasionally, Ooh. and it always kind of feels <laughs> stiff and gets sore easy. That doesn't sound fun. No, it's it doesn't. Fun. No. Uh, flashback Friday. Oh, I'm going to move on, Steve, because now you're grossing me out a little bit. March 9th from 2020. How did you get that scar? This is, so this is uh, man, were we doing COVID shows at that point? Were we at home with Connie and Fish, Steve? I think it was right before. Is there, is, it was either the first week of or the week before. I think it's the week before. Okay. I think it was middle March. That's funny. Okay. So, if you look right here, you yep. see? Right yep, there? I see a scar right under yeah. your belly button. So, I had an emergency appendectomy when I was in high school. I had the same story I told last time. Uh, and I had a, a scar that went straight down. Mm-hmm. I lost a bunch of weight, and the scar folded in. Uh. And it looked like I had a butt on the front of my stomach. So I tried for a year to ab it or get it out of it. It just wouldn't go Usually away. Usually that excess skin, you do have to get surgery on it. So my 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 uh, my doctor, his name is Dr. Bartell, came in, and he cut the size of a football out of my stomach. Wow. Yeah. And uh, tummy tuck. Boom. Uh-huh. Then... I go in for the checkup, and he's like, I don't like the way it healed. 
It's like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. Here's the deal. You pay for the anesthesiologist, and I'll pay for the rest of the surgery. We're going to put you under again. Really? So he went in a second time. I was like, really? He's like, fish, it's not going to be as much pain. Trust me, we're talking about two inches here. And I was like, two inches is more than you think. (laughs) And uh, because of the pain, you know. And uh, anyway, he cut the two inches out, and it wasn't as much pain. He was, guy's a great doctor. He's Mm -hmm. right every time. But so that's why it's, but I'm a ginger, and I don't, it doesn't heal the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I always tell kids, like when I had the one on the front of my stomach, I would always tell kids, because I was a camp counselor, you know, that was from a knife fight. (laughs) I made it sound, did you tell them it was with a bear? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) sometimes. Or I would say I was in a sketchy part of town. Someone came at me with a knife and I blocked it. <laughs> Tried to make it sound yeah. much cooler than like, it actually is. Oh my is. God, you're so cool, fish. And I'm like, I know. And they're like, Are you lying? I'm like, Never. Fish would never lie. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and then I would, they would worship me. And there was a little group and they had t shirts that said, Fish is cool. <laughs> and Fish still has that shirt to this my day. Own, yeah, it's, it looks like a half shirt now. <laughs> All right, anyway, we've got him on the phone right now. It's Friday. I'm sure it's a beautiful day in the Bronx where he is. Or are you in Brooklyn? I always forget, Ira. I live in the Bronx on the 21st floor. Now, Ira, how is the weather in uh, New York City? Is it okay? New York City is cloudy right now. Oh, okay. So it's the same as here. How is the weather in West Michigan right now, Ira? West Michigan, it's light rain showers. Precipitation 100%, humidity at 97%, and the wind is 8 miles per hour. Right now you got 67 degrees, and it's going up to 74 degrees with rain all day long today. Now, Ira, with the weather looking at... And tomorrow, 81 degrees with the rain... And Sunday, 81 degrees with rain. I'm predicting the sun will come out sometime tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Okay, so a little bit of sun wouldn't be too shabby. Oh, wait, Ira, you got to do your big outro. Go ahead. Let it on. Mix 95.7 with fish. Christine. Steve. And... Ira the Weatherman. You remembered Steve today, Ira. Thank you very much, my friend. I want to wish you a good, beautiful weekend. And, you know, Fish, your show lifts up everybody in the morning. Thank you very much, my friend. I do appreciate that. This is the only radio station in the mornings that I wake up and then... I fly over to you know where. The casino? <laughs> no, no, not to the casino. To another, to another, I don't want to call those uh, letters. Oh, radio station. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 because I yeah. does weather for people throughout the country. He just does it. He's just a good guy. He likes weather. That's right. And he likes Christine. Christine, she's a darling person. You're a darling person, Ira. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. We always enjoy you. He's 77 trombones old. That's right. You did say you would date a 30-year-old. You did say that. Fish. Yeah, bro. I can listen to New York radio stations, but I don't like them anymore because they don't give out any prizes anymore. Oh, no. Yankee tickets. I, I want other tickets. 
to see um, J- Jimmy Buffett uh, nice. at the um, in Brooklyn, and uh, it was very very nice. I right. now they're not giving anything. If, I, I, are you a big Yankee fan? Christine likes a Yankee. Likes the Yankees. Uh, no, I like the Mets. Oh, got it, got it. Hey, Ira, look, you have a good weekend. We have got to play this Justin Bieber song. It's it's for, okay. It's for Justin. Actually, have a good weekend, Ira. Same play you music. too. I'm very excited for today's movie review, Steve, and I want to tell you why. Because I'm a Fast and Furious fan, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to see it this weekend. I'm a 95 percent sure. Are you going to, to an it. actual theater too? Yep. First time in over a year and a half, and I'm a it's, movie nerd. It's a nice feeling. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited to pay a lot of money for popcorn. Uh huh. Because <laughs> honestly, I used to manage a movie theater. I just don't like to brag. Mm-hmm. And uh, the popcorn, the concessions, is really how they make their money. So I like. It's like you're supporting a local yeah, business for while sure. you get mm-hmm. fat. It's great. <laughs> so your movie reviews today. Can we get right to them? Yes, we can. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Dave Guy. This week we are checking out two brand new movies, one out in theaters and the other straight to streaming. We're kicking it off with a Hulu original, False Positive. It's a story of a couple who are trying to get pregnant, but get a little more than they ask for. I will give you the best possible chance of getting pregnant. How does that sound? Well, that does sound nice. But after she does conceive, things get weird. I think Dr. Kendall did... Something. I think they're in on it. In on what? Is it just paranoia, or is there something creepy going on? Spoiler alert, there's definitely something creepy going on. Critics are giving false positive mixed reviews with Rotten Tomatoes scoring it a 54% and Metacritic giving it a 59 out of 100. You can stream false positive on Hulu right now. The big movie this weekend is the ninth installment in the Fast and Furious franchise, F9, The Fast Saga. Y'all ever thought about the wild missions we've been on? We've taken out planes, trains, tanks. I'm not going to even think about the submarine. The whole crew is back, and they're up against Vin Diesel's character's little brother. Jacob is Dom's brother. It's a long time, Dom. Little brother. That's right, after nine movies, this is the first we are hearing about Vin Diesel's assassin brother. Weird, right? And there's even a new addition to the crew. Okay, this is a bad time to mention this, but I don't drive. Oh, but she can't drive. Critics are giving F9 The Fast Saga decent reviews, with Rotten Tomatoes scoring at a 62%, and Metacritic not far behind with a 58 out of 100. But reviews really don't matter for this one because it's a Fast and Furious movie. You either like the franchise or you don't. You can see F9 The Fast Saga in theaters right now, and that's what's playing at the movies and not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. He's Steve. Steve. I'm Steve. That's Steve. Okay, so Steve, Fast and Furious. By the way, this was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. So this was one of those COVID bump movies. Not as bad a review as I thought, but they just released, uh, because, you know, Vin Diesel was doing all these interviews and Mm -hmm. they're like, what was it like to work with The Rock? Because there was a big feud between the two of them. Are they still beefing? They were good, but they were like, what's it like working with The Rock? And uh, and he was like, oh, you know, to bring out his character, Hobbs, like, we had kind of a tough relationship because I had to really, as one of the producers of the film, <laughs> it was my job <laughs> to push a better performance out of The Rock. And I and that's really what I did. So it kind of made things weird between us. But as a, and he is a producer. Yeah. And The Rock was working for him. That is his movie. Yeah. yeah. So uh, here's a funny thing. The top 10, because Hobbs and Shaw's a spinoff, so yeah. there's 10 movies. Yeah. Out of the top 10, the new movie, F9, 
is ranked number eight. Uh, number two was Tokyo Drift. I like Tokyo Drift. Yeah, not for best, uh, the best of the top ten, right? Number one is Fast Five. Number three is Fast and Furious Six. Number four is Hobbs and Shaw oh, without really? Vin Diesel. So the fourth out of ten movies is The Rock's movie where he wasn't there to push the performance yeah, out. That's so funny. he got John Cena instead. But I'm still pumped to see the movie. It's going to be a good movie. I I haven't seen it since I think the fifth one. Oh, uh, I like stopped after the fifth. Uh, but I I know that they're shooting one or about to shoot one. It's Fast and Furious in space. So that one will be interesting. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do it, Christina. Honest to God, they yeah. get really good. And you should, if you if you saw the fifth one, then I did. just start with number six. It's the third yeah. out of the whole. That's from 2013. Yeah. So they're good movies. So don't go, because there's a lot of things that are going to happen in the new movie. You watch, won't understand. Yeah, watch the other ones. You got to yeah. build up to it. It's like Star Wars, Steve. It is like Star Wars. All right, Fast and Furious available now. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Uh, look, uh, from fire from Miami to New York to Massachusetts, uh, fire and police are getting it done. Want to start in New York City? Firefighters in New York City had to use emergency tools to rescue a teenager from a clothing store fitting room on Tuesday. Yeah. So this store is in an old bank, and the fitting room area is in an old vault. Uh oh. While a 14-year-old girl was trying on her clothes, she's okay. I'm sorry, but this is so funny. Her seven-year-old brother closes the vault door. Oh. And the employees didn't know how to open it. Yep. I was pretty nervous, just like scared the moment, but I knew that there is a way out. We realized that she was fine after we FaceTimed together and she gave us a 360 of the, the room. And I saw an air vent in there. I said, okay, there's an air vent in there. There's oxygen flowing or air flowing through there. So she's gonna be okay. We used uh, hammer drills. We used our jaws of life, our cutter, pretty much any tool that was on our rescue truck, wow. we used to get access to this area. I made the hole and they were like, do you think this is big enough? And I was like, eh, should be okay. And then they were like, okay, just tell us if anything hurts and say stop and we'll push you back in. So that's Giovanna, the girl, she's 14. She gets trapped in a vault when her seven, she's trying clothes on. It's an old bank that's a store now. And her seven-year-old brother closes the vault door. <laughs> and <laughs> all I'm thinking about is two years from now. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's complaining about her mom. Giovanna took my blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, remember that time you locked me in a bank vault? Shut up. Like, she's going to win every argument forever. Don't you think right? it's a bad idea putting fitting rooms in the vault? <laughs> I, I bet you it looks really cool. And yeah, it seemed like a cool idea at the time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> First off, it's a, it's a bank, an old bank that's now a clothing store, so you know it's high-end. Yeah. Secondly, to be honest with you, her name is Giovanna. You, that's a rich girl's name. She's 14. <laughs> she, I'll bet you they're loaded. Yeah, because poor people can't use that many letters. It no, costs too much. No, it does. <laughs> See? On the birth certificate, right, Steve? It's like 100 bucks a letter. It is. Yeah. That's why there's so many kids named L. <laughs> that's so weird. Let's go to, uh, I, I want to say Miami, so let's go to Massachusetts. A Massachusetts police officer broke down the door of a burning home to rescue sleeping residents. Here he is, uh, and uh, one of the men he rescued, explaining exactly what happened. We did come out the front door, but we had to be quick to get everyone out. I was asleep at the time, and then he basically busted down the front door. A few of the doors we forced our way in and uh, had to wake a few people up to be able to get them outside. None of us knew anything was going on until he came in. So uh, just another example of uh, going above and beyond. Sometimes I'll see a positive story about a police officer, and you want to make sure you share that because obviously we're not going to get into this whole conversation, but obviously there's 
you know, they, they uh, people share a lot of the negative. Sometimes it's good to share a positive of as well. Of course it is. And this cop did a really cool thing. Now let's go to the big story. In Miami, Florida, a 12-story apartment building, well, near Miami, partially collapsed. It's partially collapsed, by the way, but if you see the video, it looks like Vegas with the hotels falling. It's, yeah, it's insane. It's a deadly incident, leaving many unaccounted for as of yesterday evening. Well, actually, as of this morning, here's what they've got. Three fatalities. It yeah. was one last yeah. night. Mm-hmm. And 99 people are still missing from this 12-story apartment building near Miami that partially collapsed. Now, I want to say that again. It partially collapsed because people are going to go, Hey, did you hear about the building in Miami that fell down? No, it's partially fell down. Still, think about this. And, and what I as what I know, and Christine and I were talking about it off the air, Steve, no one knows why. No. You no, know no one more does. than we know because you like this stuff. No, I mean, I don't like this you stuff. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fascinated well by it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was listening I'm to the well news informed. on the way in, and they were talking a little bit about it, and they don't know why exactly. It seems like it's one of those uh, L-shaped buildings and one of the wings collapsed okay. on it. So there's still the other half of the building standing. It, it was built in 1981, so it's not like it's that old of an of a right. building for it to just collapse. Well, Buildings don't just collapse. Maybe it was just somehow, like, it, it's I, I wonder if, and, I, and I'm not joking, I wonder if it's like one small portion of this building in yeah. 1981 has been fading away and it's the domino effect. Right. It's gotta be. I, I'm hoping, hoping that it's not what we all are fearful of, which is that somebody did this. No, and actually, I just Googled it right now, and there is a little bit of an update. Uh, they say that the condo had been slowly sinking into the earth as early as the 1990s. Really? So for over 30 years, it's been slowly sinking. That's what researchers See, believe. that's what I hate about the earth. <laughs> Always sucking up the stuff, right? right? Yeah, the nature. So they, this a bit, so somebody's getting sued. The earth. No. The people that own the building. <laughs> oh, if this yeah. building yeah. has been so slowly sinking into the ground, whoever currently owns the building. Yeah. It'll well, be interesting bankrupt. to see how this all plays out. I just hope they find the 99 people who are unaccounted for. Probably not all of them. Just, I mean, to be a realist about it. It's I, just I, I hope crazy. So too, it's, it's fascinating when you look at this. And, uh, I mean, it is everywhere. They're, obviously, we're talking about the building in uh, Miami that partially collapsed. And like Steve was just saying, it was an L-shaped building. And that it's slowly been sinking into the earth. Thank you, by the way. That's the, that's a little nugget. I didn't know 99 people still lost. Three people dead. Three people woke up around this time yesterday or were sleeping around this time yesterday. And everything was fine. And then, boom, life change. Don't want to be too depressing for you on a Friday. But just saying, maybe uh, appreciate things a little bit more. Yeah. And honestly, I've lived on the sixth floor of a building before. And I would never live in a house tall is this? 20? 12. 12 stories. 12 story, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I would never. I just, I, I even living on the sixth floor of a building when Alicia and I, when I was doing what we're doing now in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, we had a beautiful view. It was in uptown Minneapolis, beautiful view of the city. It was an apartment building called Lime. And Alicia and I sometimes would sit on the balcony and see it, say, hand to God, sober. Say, don't you just wonder if you could fly? Like, I swear. <laughs> and she wouldn't say that to me while she was trying to chuck me <laughs> yeah, but not. like i mean don't you like it's that i can't live that high i get nervous yeah. in a hotel yeah, yeah especially like when that. you have fear of heights uh, yeah no yeah it just makes me uh, it makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. barrett the dog liked it yeah because he could run back and forth on a balcony but uh-huh. yeah hard pass if you know anybody in miami i'm so sorry for what's either your loss or your fear of what's going on know you're in our thoughts and prayers without a shadow of a doubt 
Flashback Friday from March 9th of 2020. <laughs> How did you get that score? Yeah. Okay, so a uh, question for you here real quick. Um, that Scotland, I love me some Scotland. So, he get your huge head off the pillar, Scotland, you know? <laughs> they did a study out of Scotland, and they found, and you're going to be blown away by this. This is a huge groundbreaking study. If you're going to work out and you're going to go specifically running, okay? Mm-hmm. They have found, like, this type of music makes you run more effectively, better. Specifically, actually, the number one song from Rocky was this. Mm -hmm. This makes you want to work out and go running. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it right now? You're running, even though you're not a runner, Christine. You're just like... like, I could see how this is, like, gets you going, for sure. I'm running, right? Yeah. Compared to this. Longing. I mean, I don't know why you would want to run to this. Yeah, they, they, they call it workout music, right? So. Who calls this workout music? Some people do. Is this a new song? Yeah, it's some, it's some lady. I think is what it's called. Yeah, it's some guy named Bradley Cooper, some actor, I think, or something. Uh, anyway, they like this type of song will not motivate you as much as this. I mean, is this yeah. really groundbreaking? Is, isn't that no. kind of obvious? That's why I was being sarcastic. Oh, when I, said. Sorry, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Could you feel my sarcasm? No, I was completely stumped like Christine. Okay. okay. <laughs> Did you see someone messaged us on the app and said, I need it. Can we have an all day dance party? Like I, I hung out last night with horse people, and it's, it's it was me, it was Megan the trainer, uh, Megan the uh, the horse trainer, not, well, Megan the horse lady, from the Tom and Stable place where yeah. Alicia goes, and then uh, Alicia and Megan's friend Molly, mm-hmm. right? Craig and Andrew and I hung out, and uh, we were all like, and we're all people involved with horse people. It was a lot. Did you guys kind of like? Talk. Are, are their boyfriends or husbands, are they into the horse, too? Or they just support the... You just support it. Yeah. Yeah, you just support it. <laughs> you guys it. are yeah. all together. You guys should make a support group. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Craig suggested, seriously. Like, Craig was like, we should have meetings. Like, without... <laughs> that without, is without, so And funny. you're not allowed to talk about horse stuff. But uh, one of the refreshing conversations I got to have, though, Megan Volunteer is a, on a, you know... Uh, at the I- Ionia County uh, Animal Shelter. Mm-hmm. And there's a member of the Click of Six. Her name is Carly. And Carly runs the joint, yeah. to my knowledge. And if, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And they were talking about, I don't know, llamas, some animal or something, like walking dogs and like oh. a, a dope. A goat. A Alpacas? goat. <laughs> no, I can't remember what it was. I think it was just a dog. Maybe it was just a really large dog. Hmm. I don't remember. But they were talking about how they like to listen to this station. And I'm like, we're about. And then we're playing the Lady Gaga Shallow. We got the dance party coming up. And then they tell me who this girl is. Do you remember? Do you remember? Back in the day, it was a number one for the text. Qu- Actually, I don't think I can say it because I just said her name. I better not. Oh, yeah. Oh. But yeah. she is someone no. I don't want to mess with. So I would like to say hello and good morning to Carly. Yeah. Because I, We will not share your story. No, nope. yeah. that's it. And apparently she lives near me. How does she know where I live? This is like I was like <laughs> Again, don't share the story. Yeah, like I'm like I, I actually and then I did the second wife joke, you know, Christine. Yeah. And Alicia's like, it's not as funny when you're not on the air. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Well, here you go, guys.
We're ending our week today, right? But Conan O'Brien ended his week yesterday. Last night, he had his final show. It's kind of cool, actually. He uh, signed off with a pretty honest and sincere message. By the way, Conan ain't done. He's going to be on HBO Max in this calendar year. My advice to anyone watching right now, and it's not easy to do, it is not easy to do, it's not easy to do, but try and do what you love with people you love, and if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. So, good night. Thank you very much. Okay. You big ginger crybaby. But how did he start into late night? I did not know this story. When I started to go through the possibility that I might get this job that was, I must repeat, a completely insane idea, Lisa Kudrow had more faith in me than I did, and she said, you've got to do it, you have to do it, you're like the only one that can do it. I thought she was nuts, but I wouldn't be doing this job, you wouldn't know me if it wasn't for Lisa Kudrow, so big shout out. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize they were friends before he... Friends, because oh. of Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made a joke. Yeah, oh, yeah, I made a joke. Didn't even know it. Yeah, I'm good. Accidental joke. Get out of here. Go okay. home. You're Bye. good. Your kids are safe <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, I didn't know he knew Lisa Kudrow either. It's kind of weird, isn't that it? That is. Like, small circles, right? But uh, Steve's got to be quiet now for, well, two, one. Okay, you can talk again. Yeah, you left a space between your joke now. Hi. Hi. I got nothing good to input anymore. No, that's okay. Will Ferrell will take care of it. This is Will Ferrell. On Conan's last show. By the way, he's been the guest for, well, let's, we'll talk. Thank you, Will. You've always been such an amazing friend to my show. Yes, about that. Um, <laughs> you know, I was there for your final late night show and your last Tonight Show episode and, and now this one. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of become a tradition. I'll tell you what it is. It's f***ing exhausting. <laughs> Could I just pre-tape a, a few goodbyes and, uh, and you can just use them whenever your next several shows flame out? <laughs> Congratulations on an outstanding run on your HBO Max show. Some people will say six episodes isn't a lot, but you packed enough entertainment in them for eight episodes. That's great. Conan, it's, it's me, Will. And I, I just wanted to say we all deeply miss your late night talk show on Al Jazeera Network. <laughs> He does nice. it best. Yeah, that was almost as good as your joke, Steve. Almost as good. Friends, Lisa Kudrow. I know, right? That's great. I got to take a minute here, just a, a, a second, to mm-hmm. talk about the uh, perils of Christine's life. Oh, poor, gosh. <laughs> poor, poor, sweet Christine. So, <laughs> members of the Click of Sex, could you please, please help poor, poor, sweet Christine? Please. Christine is having a hard time right now. Off the air, she informed me that she hates that all of her friends are married now because, not because the couple's thing, and Christine is currently single. No. Please, please help Christine, for she misses going to bachelorette parties. I do. (laughs) Yes. I miss them so much. I was telling Fish, I used to go to one. There was, like, one year. Between two years, I was going to one all the time. Like, every few months, I had a bachelorette party. And I had some friends who did it, like, outside of the state. And it was just a blast. And I haven't been to a bachelorette party in forever. And I, I want to go to one. So for only $19.99 a month, <laughs> if you pay Steve and I, we shall invite Christine to your bachelorette party. 
or your friend's bachelorette party. She needs some girls to hang mm -hmm. with. I'm fun, I promise. To talk about boys. And, and have whatnots. some drinks. And, and she needs to drink. And lay poolside. Your friend is moving to uh, your your good friend. And actually, the girl that Steve never hooked up with but lived with for a while mm -hmm. is moving to Colorado in yep. a, like a week or so. Yep, literally like five days. So this is your last game night. The it game is. night that uh, I've never been invited to. Mm-hmm. It's our last game night with like it. our four OG people. Yeah, so who's going to be left? Just you and the dude? Yep, yep. And we were talking about it. We're like, what are we going to do now? Like, <laughs> should we find two more people to do game nights with, or are we just done? <laughs> do, you, do, you want, do you want Alicia and I to go to your game night with you? We'll do it. We're two people. We're Would a you guys really do it? No. <laughs> then no. Because <laughs> you never invited us. <laughs> I'm not going. Now, how's it feel to be uninvited? I'm going to have a game night with, with, with your guy friend and some girl <laughs> I'll set him up with. Text or message or via Apple, free download in the Apple Store or Christina. I'm 41 and I've been divorced for three years. I'm currently dating a 23-year-old. My girlfriend knows who my daughter is. They went to opposing high schools but weren't really friends according to my girlfriend, mostly acquaintances. My daughter has no idea I even have a girlfriend. My best friend, who's a guy, says it's inappropriate I'm dating someone as young as my daughter. We've been dating for about five months now, and we have incredible chemistry, physically and mentally. When is it okay to introduce my daughter to her? Okay, so clearly this guy had a kid extremely early in life, if you do the math. So he pops out a kid early. His daughter is now 23. He's 41. His girlfriend is 23. <laughs> Sounds like your type of guy, Fish. <laughs> hey, hamburger. I actually said cool, more power to yeah. him. Yeah. And Connie of Connie and Fish would have said the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's she, older than Dan. Yeah, she liked him younger. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve, what do you think? Uh, you have a daughter? I do have a daughter. <laughs> that, that seems very weird. I don't think, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I would just avoid the whole thing. <laughs> so, to the guy. Just keep her secret. <laughs> To the guy, you know, I've, what I would do is he described his relationship. How did he describe it again, Christine? He said, we have incredible chemistry, physically and mentally. Right there. That's exactly what he should tell his daughter. <laughs> we have incredible Don't say physically. <laughs> no, say physically. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening on social media with this rando text, though, today? Well, um, other than the people who are saying, L, gross. Oh, come on. Is it really that gross? There are people who are saying that, but hey, do you, boo? Um, someone said, it's really, really weird. If you have a daughter as old as your girlfriend, you have no business having that girlfriend. Can you imagine that the girlfriend also has a dad about your age? What if your daughter started do dating a man your age, one of your buddies? Well, I'm not saying love doesn't exist, but are you really thinking with the right head on this one? Oh. Okay, no, you could have. <laughs> Sorry. This is why I read most of the stuff that comes but into the show. I do like this one, though. Someone said, if you see it going somewhere, you should start introducing her to the family. I have been in my relationship for 21 years. I'm three years older than his oldest child. We are 19 years apart and have a great time together every day. We've been together since day one. Age means nothing. It's all about chemistry, but you should start introducing her. And let's be honest with each other. Like, dude, you're dating somebody as old as your daughter. I, that might even throw a curve at me. Yeah. That, that might even throw a curve at me. I, fortunately, in this situation, probably the only time I think I've ever said this, don't have kids. So, <laughs> I mean, you and know. You know, actually, that's a really good point. That's something he has to talk about with this 
23 year old if oh. he sees a future with her does, he does want- she want kids do you want another kid I have a friend that uh, got divorced and uh, thought he was done having kids and then uh, started dating somebody and she was like, I want kids. And he was like, sure. And then he's like, all of a sudden, he's the old dad. Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, that'll probably happen with my next wife. And I'm like, <laughs> that's scary. I, I apparently have been saying that a lot lately, too. I got in trouble yes, the other have. day for it. Have I? Have I really been saying it a lot <laughs> Yes, lately? you have. Uh, all right. Look, uh, we're doing this rando text. Though. What do you think? Do you think this guy is awesome or what? Um. Well, I don't think he's like that bad like everyone's saying it's gross but he didn't meet her when she was 18 like he didn't like yeah like condition her or whatever so i guess <laughs> in this scenario like it does it's not that bad how he old are you probably, if, if you don't mind me asking i'm 28 28 perfect okay so you're 28 years old you're five years older than this guy's girlfriend hey are you into older you're into older guys aren't you uh, my boyfriend is a year older than me, but I really I wouldn't older. go anywhere too older. Yeah, what's and the two what's... years older and two years younger is my limit. Two years younger, two but years older my... is it? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna yeah, end up with somebody older. Preference. You're gonna end up with somebody like 12 years older than you. I can feel it. I can feel it. Because... She has a boyfriend, fish. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're done. She's not. Are you gonna marry this guy? That's your boyfriend. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe I've you. I've already been married. I don't want him. Like this is my last marriage. This is your last marriage. He's the one. Yeah, you yeah. sure he's the one? He's the one. He's, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think okay, he's the one. Fish, just because yeah. you talk about next wife. Yeah, I think that you just need to open your mind to uh, a guy that's like seventy years old and realize that financially you'll be stable oh, no. once he goes. No, that is gross. Yeah, that's, that's no. like I'm a gold digger or something. No, uh, that's weird. She said gold digger, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't think you're a gold digger that you're in love with a 70-year-old man. There's a woman on the phone with us right now that's dating a guy a year older than her, and she's in love with a 70-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> not in love with a 70-year-old man. I, uh, yeah, you see. You're, you know what? Grandpa. Oh, see? She likes to call him Grandpa. Her, your phone so keeps weird. cutting out. This is so awkward. <laughs> Text out, message out via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. I'm 41 and have been divorced for three years. I'm currently dating a 23-year-old. My girlfriend knows who my daughter is. They went to opposing high schools but weren't really friends, according to my girlfriend, mostly acquaintances. My daughter has no idea I even have a girlfriend. My best friend, who's, who's a guy, says it's inappropriate I'm dating someone as young as my daughter. We've been dating for about five months now, and we have incredible chemistry, physically and mentally. When is it okay to introduce my daughter to her? Now, Ashley, you used to be into older men, and you're not anymore, correct? Um, yeah, for the most part, I'd say I'm not really into that anymore. Okay, I so- kind of realized it was a bit weird. Um, kind of after I... Uh, started to get older. Okay, I realized if you it just wasn't appropriate. If you don't mind me asking, why? Why is it? Uh, like, what? What's? How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, Ashley. I just turned twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, so you would prefer a guy that's, uh, let's say, twenty-three to twenty-six. Um, personally, I don't really go for younger. Okay. Um, you like nope, that's old? me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I like them younger. Christine likes them young. You should go to the bar with Christine. You guys could meet in the middle in the age range. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I completely so, understand what you're saying. No, what do you want to say? 
Um, basically, I realized, you know, a lot of the reasons why I liked an older guy is because I didn't have my father in my life exactly growing what up. I was going to guess, yeah. Um, and so I never really had that connection. So I used to like guys that were 20, even 30, 40 years older than wow. me. Wow. When I was like uh, 15, I had a crush on my uh, 30-year-old uh, teacher. Um yeah, that's but, and that's what. Well, obviously, you're. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm assuming you didn't date your teacher. Uh, I'm no, hoping you didn't. No. Because that is bad. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, but I, I, but, yeah, I understand crushes. I, had a, when I was in kindergarten, actually, I had a crush yeah. on my kindergarten teacher. You still have a crush on your kindergarten teacher. I do, Mrs. Lightfoot. <laughs> I do. I love her. She's amazing. Thank Thanks, you. Ashley. Thanks for the story. Courtney, what do you want to say about this rando text, though, about the woman who's, uh, or the guy who's dating the woman that, that's his daughter's age? She, by the way, is 23, and so is his daughter. Um, I would say I'm 33. My boyfriend turns 43 in December this year. Mm-hmm. Nice. And he waited three months to introduce me to his kids, I would say that's an appropriate amount of time. There you go. This isn't that big of a deal, is it, Courtney? No, I prefer older gentlemen. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's why the that's why you're a member of the Click of Six because you have a huge crush on me, and I'm flattered by that. I, you didn't have to say Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Way to sell it. Yeah, that sounded like the most sarcastic sell I've ever heard. (laughs) Courtney, what you're basically saying is they've been together five months. He should introduce them at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, that's 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 a very good point, Christine. Let's thanks, Courtney. Let's reset this rando text though, really quick, and wrap it up with that one you just told me about off the air. Yeah. So a guy messaged in. He's forty-one, divorced for three years, currently dating a twenty-three-year-old, same age as his daughter. He said his girlfriend knows who his daughter is. They weren't really friends, just acquaintances from opposing high schools. Said my daughter has no idea I even have a girlfriend. My best friend thinks it's inappropriate. I'm dating someone my daughter's age, but we've been together for five months. We have amazing chemistry, physically and mentally. When do I introduce? Let me point something out to you here. If you do simple math, okay, simple math, simple math, Christine. Okay. He was how old when he had this kid? What is he, like 18? Bingo. Mm -hmm. Good job. Yeah, look at you. Subtraction. Uh, Math is a pain for Christine sometimes. (laughs) So he was 18 years old when he had a kid. Now, here's the reason he is dating a 23-year-old, because he probably didn't get to enjoy his 20s. Right. So now he's enjoying someone who is 20. But I also think that's something to take into consideration because the mentality is so different as a 23-year-old. I thought it was. (laughs) Unless she's an old soul. I think the sweet spot's 25 because you change into more of an adult at 25. I did a bunch of research on that many years ago when I was single. I did much, much, much research on that. I did because all the women I dated. Was that the same night you made out with six people? That was part of the research. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's exactly what it was. All right, wrap it up with the one. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we got a great text from a BIP, a brother in pain. He said, speaking from the kid's point of view, my mother married somebody eight years older than me. I currently have a sister that is 22 years younger than me, and it turns out I have actually dated some of my little sister's friend's parents. So it can get awkward. <laughs> so you wait a minute. Hold on. So let's let's break that down one more time. That deserves a moment of yeah. uh, really of clarity. So his mother dated a guy, married a guy, eight years older than this guy is. That oh. message did. All right. So let's let's write this down. Let's say mom is thirty when she marries this guy, and the guy is thirty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they had a kid together. They Tw- had a kid together. Yes. 22 youngers than the guy who just messaged us, his his sister. Let's say he was five. So that means he's 27. 
hypothetically. Okay. He said, it turns out I've actually dated some of my little sister's friend's parents. I like how he says parents, so it could be both the dad and the mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so 2021. We were doing this rando texto a little bit ago, and uh, remember the click of six? is dating this girl, she's 23. He had a kid very young. His kid is 23, his daughter is 23. He's nervous about introducing his daughter to his girlfriend. He said, physically and mentally they click. Mm -hmm. Which is important because that's two of the leads that you need. Yes, I agree. Physically and the mentally, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Haley, we were having conversations about age spread. And when you were 21 years old, you worked for Delta Airlines and you were, uh, you fuel, well, you actually fueled planes. And you met this gentleman that worked for Delta Airlines. And five years ago, you're 26 now, you fell in love with him. Is that accurate? Absolutely. And uh, do you guys live together now? Yep. We moved in within a month of knowing each other. Wow. Okay. Now you moved in within a month of, know- month of knowing each other. It's been five years. Are you going to have kids with him or are you no kids? If you, unless it's two uh, kids. I have a little girl who's eight, and that's my one and done. Okay, and he currently works for Delta. Now you're a diesel mechanic. She's a bad A. Mm-hmm, we were talking to her off here. Yeah. Uh, currently you work for Delta, right? And uh, you guys live together. Are you going to marry each other, or are you just together? Uh, I don't ever want to be married, but we'll always stay together. You don't want to be married because your parents had a bad marriage, your dad wasn't around or something like that? Oh, no. My, my parents were awesome, always around. Okay. I just don't see the point in a piece of paper. I get it. <laughs> Hamburger and Like partners. I mean, I'm with you. It's not the tax break that you think either. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's an old wise tale, trust yeah. me. Uh, okay, to cover the, the, the basis here, though, you've been in a five-year ma- uh, relationship with this guy. He's your boo. You're done with this guy, right? This is the one. Oh, yeah. And you met him when you were 21, and he was 47? Uh, yep. So you are 26, and he is 52. He is actually currently this year twice your age yep and everything works great i mean i don't want to get oh yeah amazing absolutely like you challenge each other physically mentally i mean it's the best choice i've ever made so what's your advice for this dad who hasn't introduced his uh girlfriend who's the same age as his daughter if you like her then tell your kid because if your kid can't get over it then oh well get rid of your kid you're happy you well she's not really a kid no more though that's true 20 some years old no you're right you're right and Haley, i'd like to ask you something we understand the mentally you said you and the your 52 year old boyfriend you're 26 you said uh, mentally you challenge each other but steve and i gave each other a look how do you challenge someone physically um, I don't know if it's something to be said over the. I mean, arm okay. wrestling, right? Physically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go, Haley. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Steve. Good save, Haley. We love you. Thanks for listening. Okay, we have to get serious now. We have to be very, very serious right now. Have you seen the movie The Avengers, Christine? No. Have you seen? So you haven't seen any of them? Uh, not not in its entirety. No, I need to. Spoiler. It's been, like, over two years. Yeah. Sorry. We're going to ruin it. No, I already know. Okay. What do you know? No, uh, I don't want to know what you know. Okay. okay that's fine. I, I, we're going to ruin it in case. If you didn't know this, it might ruin it for you. Steve. Fish. You saw the Avengers. I know you did. I did. I saw most of them with you. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, uh, you remember at the end of Avengers Endgame, what happens to the Iron Man? Oh. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, I don't even, don't even get me started. 
You can't say mm-hmm because you haven't seen But it. I know what happened. We should do a segment <laughs> called Christine Gives the Plot to Movies She Hasn't Seen Yet. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really funny. All right. Can you write that down for when we get like, oh, we'll do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. So uh, here's what happened. A mom is consoling her little boy. He's going to be very upset by the final, final sacrifice made at the end of Avengers Endgame, specifically by the death of Tony Stark, Iron Man. Is all of the Iron Man gone? Oh. I wish the number one was still here. Me too. Mom. What? It's sad. Aww. But look at all the people he saved. Yes. That is Iron Man. <laughs> you want me to hold you? No. You gonna be okay? I'm a man. Aww. I'm a young man. I'm going to be fine, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you little whippersnapper. We feel the same way. Son of a gun, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Gets me every time. Had to share that with you. I thought that'd be kind of a fun one to do. That was cute. We're going to talk about uh, a song that's going to make your daughter dress a little bit more modestly in a second. But first, let's talk about uh, this group of people that are uh, throwing out a conspiracy theory. This is fascinating. So there are a group of uh, there's a group of yahoos going around saying that all birds are drones put on Earth to spy on us. <laughs> I've okay. seen this. They're not nuts. They're actually making fun of conspiracy theorists. My name is Peter, and I live, breathe, and die for the feathered gospel, which states that every bird alive is a government surveillance drone in disguise. What we believe is that all 12 billion birds in the United States are are artificial. Oh, what gosh. makes me think that? I think the evidence is all around us. Birds sit on power lines. We believe they're charging on power lines. We believe that bird poop on cars is, you know, a liquid tracking apparatus. So every um, bird is assigned to one person, normally from our research. And that's the thing. I don't speak about anything I can't, like, prove in a court of law. I speak about things I've seen documented. I've seen, you know, the documentation for these. And we've actually had CIA agents come forward and confess to this. from their latest rally in uh, Missouri. How bored are you with life that you're putting on a rally about birds being drones? Maybe they would truly believe that birds are drones. Everybody has the right to opinion. Couldn't they just kill a bird and, like, cut it open and see? Yeah, but maybe it's a little hidden microscope inside of a... a, 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 What's that thing called when you make the clone drone? It's a clone of a bird-type mushiness. This is ridiculous. Hmm. It's possible. I I, I don't know. It's possible, sure, but to say that all birds... It's not possible. I mean, it's possible (laughs) to make a drone and make it look like Yeah, but not that all 18 billion birds... No, that's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's impossible. I think we need to share their message again. Christine, what exactly are these guys saying? That every single bird, every single one, is a drone put on by the government to spy on us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I just needed that audio. We will be using that randomly here and there, and we're going to make Christine sound completely nuts. Christine's just chomping at the bit to say something over here. I don't know what she's trying Every to- single bird, every single one okay. is a drone put on nuts. by the government to spy on us. Okay, Christine. I, are you a- are you agreeing no. with her? I, I 100% agree with her on that well, one. I, I mean, it's, no. it's quite obvious. It's, it's a very common millennial theory. I didn't know if you... Every okay. single bird, Christine. every single oh, one is a drone okay. put on by the government to spy on us. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. Christine. That is not 
Trudy. That's why it's so. I, I don't know why she, their mic seems to be cutting in and out. It's really weird. Right. Yeah, All the birds are drones, man. Yeah, okay, Christine, though, if you really wanted to talk about the message that you could send to anybody right now, if you could really send any message to any member of the Click of Six right now. Sex. No, hold on. <laughs> if you could, Sorry. what would you really say? Every single bird, every single one okay. is a drone put uh, on by the government to spy okay. on us. <laughs> really? Why are you agreeing with her to placate her? I mean, it's obvious. Okay. Okay, so... Do you know who Matthew West is, Steve or Christine? Uh, I've heard of him, yes. I, I know he's a Christian artist, but I'm not like really familiar with his music. Okay, so Steve, do you, do you no ring a bell? Okay, nope. he's, Christine's on the money. Christian music artist Matthew West, okay, he's a Christian music artist. He put out a new song. He's making waves right now in the community with his latest single. The name, and he's really, his goal is to try and get young ladies to dress more appropriately. The name of the song, this is real, mm-hmm. is Modest is Hottest. <laughs> Which, honest to God, whether you like it or not, is a great name for a song, Modest is Hottest. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cute. It rhymes, but uh, it's actually a pretty good song. But here's my question. Do you think this song would convince your daughters or maybe younger version of you, Christine, mm-hmm. to dress more modest so they could be at their... Hottest. If I catch you doing dances on the TikTok in a crop top, so help me God, you'll be grounded till the world stops. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Cause modest is hottest. The latest fashion trend is a little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. It's got a great beat. It's kind of fun. Hilarious. It's a little bouncy. I don't think he's kidding. He's not kidding. Modest no, is hottest. Turtleneck and slacks, no thanks. Yeah, well, I mean, will it work? Do you think it would? You're like, no, I'd laugh. It? Bu- uh, I'd crack up. But you listen to Christian music. You're into the Christian music. Your kid loves Christian music, and they're bumping to this. It's going to imprint on them. Probably, but yeah. I mean. It's hilarious, to be honest with you. But I don't think you need to wear a turtleneck and slacks to still feel confident and hot. He's saying don't wear a crop top on TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which does kind of roll off the tongue if you you think about it. He's very catchy. I mean. Yeah, this is from Matthew West. Kudos to this dad. There's a music video of him and his two daughters and his wife all wearing black turtlenecks and khaki slacks. No way. You saw the video? I'm I'm looking at an article with a bunch of screenshots That's hilarious. Don't you think that is uh, darn near just as good as uh, Seals singing Seals? No. I, I think Modest is Hottest is almost better. It's a work of art. That is a work See, of I'd art. See, I'd rather listen to WAP by Cardi B. Yeah. Okay, okay really? I, I'm Thank on you, that train, too. I have a couple of uh, animal treats for you really quick, okay? I can't decide what's better, and I'm having a hard time between the two. So we'll let you, the click of six, can weigh in if you want, but it's going to be kind of a quick thing, so... Let's let uh, Steve and Christine decide which is better. 
a harmonica and a donkey together. Hey, Nelson. Do you want to sing a song? <laughs> All right, there's that. Or a cat singing the blues. Are you ready for this? Just can't decide. I'm going with to the decide. kitty. You like a cat singing the blues because of the because you're a cat person, Steve. A harmonica and a donkey, or a cat singing the blues. Uh, I think I gotta go with the harmonica donkey. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's because we're donkey partial because of that guy from last year during COVID. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You remember that dude? Mm-hmm. So this guy was uh, I don't know socially distanced from his donkey <laughs> or something. I, I don't understand why he specifically really was a. Uh, they, they, it's weird. It, They'd been separated for two months because of a quarantine. I'm assuming he was quarantined in the hospital. So when they saw each other, isn't that the donkey's name? I haven't heard this audio in months, and I know the donkey's name. It's Baldo. Baldo! ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? Doesn't that make you want a donkey? <laughs> Every time I hear that <laughs> audio, it makes me miss uh, my ex. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Sorry, Baldo. Yeah, makes me miss my ex. Every time I hear that audio. Mm, Every time. Is that what she sounded like? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the text question of the day. Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday for March 9th of 2020. How did you get that scar? I had uh, an emergency epidectomy when I was younger, lost weight, messed up my stomach, then I ended up getting a tummy tuck. Scar. Yep. Steve jacked up his mouth when he uh, fell down. Yep, also broke my thumb in the process. I wore the thumb brace for far too long. Thumb healed wrong. Now it doesn't straighten out. Christine got tangled up with a gas pump and ripped out a belly button ring. <laughs> Is that about right? I mean, it wasn't the <laughs> gas pump that, that ripped it out, but it was at the gas station when I was leaning over to grab something in my car. I leaned back. Ugh. My belly button ring caught on something. When I leaned back, it ripped out, and now I have a scar right on my, above my belly button. She's got like a flap lip belly button thing mm-hmm. going on. So how did you get that scar? Some people said, we got a bunch of them today, like a ton of them. We'll throw them up on the website later for the text question of the day. Most people say, here's what one of the members of the Click of Six said. Most people say, you have the cutest dimple. It's not a dimple. When I was young, I was running down the hallway at our neighbor's home to catch the boys. They slammed the door as I was coming through uh, the door frame. That sticky out thing clipped my cheek and ripped the heck out of my skin. Ooh. Their poor mom had all the boys, so my screaming and crying it scared the bejeebies out of her. My grandma ran over, and they all decided no stitches, which they should have done in hindsight. For the longest time, they called it the double trouble simple as I was chasing the twin boys. <laughs> Cute. Somebody else said, I've got way too many for one reason. From three to five, I was accident prone. Three, I fell in a hole and a root went through my armpit. Ugh. Four, I bit the tip off my tongue. Five, I thought I could balance on the pole. This is all the same person. I thought I could balance on the pole in the school parking lot. Picked up one foot. Good. Picked up the other foot. No. The back of my head kissed the pavement. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, so much for modeling, LOL, they said. <laughs> okay. Somebody else said I have a forehead scar. I jumped into a ceiling fan when I was a kid. Ooh. Uh, another one, I tore my Achilles, got into a fight with a bear. <laughs> nice. 
Okay. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, when I was about eight, my sister hit me upside the head with a glass plate. <laughs> Kids say that or do the darndest things, right? Don't they? Uh, somebody else said I spit my finger. I think they meant split. I split my finger open on a immersion blender in college. I severed the nerves in my finger, Ugh. and sometimes uh, I get phantom pains. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's a, that's that's not fun. That's gonna get us to the top five-ish today. How did you get that score? Flashback Friday from March 9th of 2020. There are so many amazing stories about scars going on. I mean, like tons of them. Somebody was pushing a roast at Arby. I don't know if you know this or not. I used to manage an Arby. This is why I put it as the first <laughs> one in the top five-ish fish, uh, just for you. I was the fastest uh, sandwich wrapper in East Lansing. I was. And eater. Yeah, I don't worry about it. <laughs> I can eat a giant roast beef in like two bites. Hmm. Pushing roast to beef at Arby's, I always used to worry about this, and my hand slipped off and hit the blade. Ugh. Just give me a tingle in my Pringle. Uh, part of my thumb was taking off my senior year of high school. Ugh. So my uncle had happened to him with his finger uh, when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. There was a teeter-totter, and there was this, you know, it was old time when he yeah. put his finger in there, and it sliced his finger That's right off. That's not uh. smart. Yeah. It's just not uh, not, not a really a good feeling. And well, he was, I mean, he was a smart kid, but not that day. Uh, let's go to number four based on time constraints uh, for today's text question of the day. How'd you get that scar? I was cutting grapes off the stem with a knife like a dum-dum. The knife slipped and, well, it hit my knuckle. Three stitches and crooked middle finger later, I have a gnarly scar. I call it my witch finger because it reminds me of the witch in Snow White. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Let's go. Yeah, here we go. Number three, my cat attacked my son while he was wearing a Batman mask. I put my body in front of him, and my cat ripped up my face with her claws. It was like a bad horror movie. We ran upstairs, and we were trapped in a bedroom with her making noises on the other side of the door. We had to call the police. The fireman came inside my house with full gear on to get my cat away from us. I have scars on my lip, under my nose, as well as my arm, and in my heart. Aww. Oh, that's sad. That's, that's definitely sad. We're doing today's text question of the day. You can text in and message via the app. Number two is when I was nine, I was on the way home. This is how they get a scar. When I was nine, I was on the way home from a dance recital. A man had killed two people and was being chased by the police. Oh, wow. He was southbound. We were northbound. He saw a roadblock ahead, shot himself, and died instantly. His car swerved across the medium into ours, causing the seatbelt to pop a hole in my intestine. So now I have a long scar on my stomach down in my stomach you should look into a tummy tuck that's what i did <laughs> seriously isn't that a crazy story that's yeah. a wild story and that leads us to number one in today's text question of the day how'd you get that scar forget the immersion blender i forgot the immersion blender was plugged in what's an immersion blender i think that's it's like the third one i think it isn't it just a blender like with the Blades. blades that spin i'm not I, sure I what the immersion part is yeah yeah so a blender was plugged in and uh swiped it cleaned with my finger Ooh. accidentally turned it on with my other hand had to be driven to the r with an appliance dangling from my finger i've had that happen oh immersion blender is like the handheld one that you just kind of oh. put inside of a bowl and oh. it blends it inside oh. of a bowl so it has open blades that Ooh. you can obviously cut your finger with. oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now there it is. It's that blender. She plugged it in. It swiped clean with my finger. Ugh. Accidentally turned it on with my other hand. Had to be driven to the R appliance dangling from my finger. 
because the blade lodged itself so deep it pinned inside my finger inside. Oh, my God, we're so mm. done after this. The doctor <laughs> said in his 35 years of practice he had never seen such an injury. He took pictures to show his colleagues. It was Thanksgiving, by the way. Needless to say, I always remember to unplug the blender now. Yep. Oh, my goodness. PSA. Yeah, today. right. Seriously. Yeah. Unplug uh, your appliances. Yeah. <laughs> the unplug the darn blender there, don't you know? <laughs> and now you know. You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Out of your car and go to work! Now it's the Connie and Mitch show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. 